Angel, Dr. Angel Falzone. That's who you are. Aren't, isn't that you? That's me. Last time that's I checked. That's definitely you. That's what that driver's license in my wallet says. Oh, that's good. Licensed mental health counselor and PhD and other multiple degrees that you have cause you to be our resident expert, Dr. Angel. <laughs> yeah, aren't you glad about that? Guilty. Guilty. All right. All right. About a year ago, you went into private practice after many years of working for organizations and doing all kinds of mental health. Uh, just we have a commercial that'll come on halfway through the show, which which Tommy, our wonderful engineer, wrote, cut all that unbelievable. And it tells all the things that you do. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. That see, he did that for himself. Yes. And well yeah. deserved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and it's really powerful, the, the commercial, because it just tells your areas of expertise. But in a nutshell, you work with. I work with children, teens, adults, couples and families. Now, see, to me, that's everybody. The only thing you don't say there is senior citizens. You say well, everything else. That's an adult. Oh, adults. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't talk about animals there in your description either. No. Okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, we've been doing this this show six years, and uh, it's exciting. It started in 2014. That's why our email address is goyard2014 at gmail.com, and our website is goyard2014.org, O-R-G. Why would anybody want to go to our website? What's the value there? Oh, there's great value in there because we have almost six years of shows up on that website that they can access and they're titled so they'll get a general idea what that show might be about so when life happens and life is always happening there'll be yes. a show to help them get through life is always happening and so last week we started a new series here we just we did a 11 12 we lost count part series on coping with the covid calamity yes. right we started that towards the end of march went through April, May, and now last week we started a new series, Coping with Change. Why is that an important topic, and why would that be a follow-up to coping with the COVID calamity, which, by the way, still is not over? Well, no, it's I just not didn't over. Want, uh, yeah, I just wanted yeah, to know. It's not over. We're okay. still living and dealing with it daily. Uh, but Coping with Change, it, it embraces much more than just the COVID calamity. That's right. And we have a lot more going on than just COVID right. at this point. What a year. I mean, we're in June of 2020 as we record this, and this has been a very difficult year. It really has. For most people. Yes, and I have seen some very um, funny memes on Facebook. You have. So the one that got me laughing last night was a DeLorean that looked like it was 
all burned up and it said don't go to 2020 (laughs) it broke the flux capacitor (laughs) well yeah kind of the way it is right but it is the way it is but then you know someone else had posted that just because the first half of a year has been rough doesn't mean the whole year you go and remind of that was the atlanta falcons losing that super bowl to my new england patriots at three to 24 at the halftime and new england came back to win it so just because you have a bad first half does not mean you're going to have a bad second half. Okay, I like that optimism, even though that is related to the Patriots, <laughs> which I'm not crazy about. But but it's a but great example. It is a great example. It really is. So, um, so often we think life is going to just keep on ticking along like it has for a long time. (laughs) In fact, the years go by very quickly. I was driving tonight to the station, and I thought, I've been doing this every Thursday night for six years. And then I think about our Sunday afternoon show that starts at 3 here on this network, and I've been doing it for 14 years. So it's like we get into a habit of or a routine is really the Mm -hmm. word i want to say we get into a certain routine in our lives quite often right and so we're we're like just expecting it life will always continue like that sure we kind of we get this rhythm going you know and so we kind of just it helps us to feel safe to feel secure to predict things and very minor changes to that rhythm might be you know oh we get a week off for vacation or we're going to do but then we're back in that same rhythm back into that and that's our quote-unquote normal our normal we've been talking a lot about normal new normal old normal all those kinds of normals you want to Kind of, you know, explain to our audience what we mean when we're talking about normal. Ooh, well, normal is kind of what generally goes on, and okay, for the majority, like of your circumstance or of the the population. But here's the thing: normal is. It's such an obtuse word. Like, what is normal? Like, Well, because everything is subject to change. Everything is constantly changing. Right. So it's not really, a lot of people are striving for it. I get it in the counseling room. They come in and I'll go, what is one of your goals for therapy? I just want to be normal. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> right. I need to know what does that look like so for you? So does normal, that word, correlate with things staying the same? For some people, it does correlate to things staying the same. For some people, it is having their life model and mimic those lives around them that that's what they think normal is. But the truth of it is, there's no such real thing as what normal is. We're going to talk more about that in just a minute. If you are just joining us, you can go to YouTube.com. Are we okay? We are. Okay, YouTube.com slash Tan Talk Radio slash live, and you'll see us right here in the audience or in the studio. You're the audience. We're the studio. <laughs> okay. And the other way is you just put it up on Facebook, right? Yes, we are. So it's on our Go Yard page? It is on my personal page and your personal page right now. All right. So you can go to one of those, Angel Falzoni or me, Marcia McAllister, either one, and see the live show right now, which also means... That you can call in if you like. Yes. If you have a comment or question about this whole discussion about normalcy here, you can call 727-441-3000, and we'd love to listen to you and get your question and or your comment, and that would be great. 727-441-3000. 
Okay, we always, these shows are always recorded like our Sunday shows are too, and they become a podcast right mm-hmm. here on TantalkNetwork.com. Another way to catch up with shows you miss, go to TantalkNetwork.com, go to podcasts, and look for the name of the show. This show's name is Go Yard. Our Sunday show is Living the Good Life. I think I got all the commercials done. You did. Right now, let's Very go back good. to our normalcy where we are sitting here <laughs> discussing. Uh, well, the topic of the hour, that's our normal right now for every Thursday night at starting at 6.06 p.m. That's our normal yes. for six years. Yes, that's our routine. I'm surprised you haven't kicked me off the show by now. No. Because I give you such a hard time sometimes. You do give me a hard time a lot of times, but, yes. you know, okay. it, it makes it more fun. All right. Okay. That's good. All right. So let's go back to normalcy because I think a lot of people are saying that. I hear that word. I hear the new normal. This is our new normal. This is our, I want to go back to the old normal or whatever. And I think that it that whole thing is uh, motivating a lot of people to feel sad. Mm-hmm. Because they're not back in the old normal. Sure, it leaves us feeling sad. So it's kind of like they're in the waiting room. Okay. Right, and they've been in this waiting room for a long time. Now ever since early March or late February. Waiting for that old normal to return. And so then you get like these little glimpses of hope where, oh, this is opening and that is opening. But the reality of it, it is still not what it was before and things are completely different now and people are in some states the the coronavirus rate is spiking right now Mm -hmm. and so it is not over Mm -hmm. you know i was just listening to a conversation of individuals today um talking and they were talking about how different it is to just eat out with that salt and pepper aren't on the table and condiments are now brought in little individual serving things and like you know things that once were the other way of life and we didn't think a thing about it picking up a ketchup bottle that probably 400 other hands touched in the last week right yeah we never thought anything about it now we are very germ conscious i believe and rightly so we don't want to get sick and we need to be very careful where we go and what we do and how close we are to people. Sure. And so no matter how... That's why I'm sitting over here. I know, because yeah. I'm full of germs, too. Yes, um, I've, got a, I've got a three-foot window here. So No, but and we're reminded of it constantly. You know, sure. Anytime we go to do something, or we, there's always people in masks. There's signs everywhere six feet apart. There's announcements that come on in, in certain places. Um, we're, right. we're seeing, uh, if you go into a restaurant, they'll leave two or three tables oh, empty yeah. in between. Like, right. So it's different. And it it's is not what it was. Okay, so it's different. Mm-hmm. So different is not necessarily bad, but in this case, because these changes came about as a result of a potentially killing disease, right? Mm-hmm. That different is scary. It, it sure is. It has an element of fear in it. Yes. And as I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today, driving to the studio, I kept feeling that we need to discuss fear because I believe that a lot of times we cannot accept, quote unquote, the changes. And this whole series is about coping with the changes, right? Mm -hmm. We can't until we face certain fears. Okay. All right. So think about that. I mean, it's not it's not uncommon for people to say, I'm not afraid of that. I'm okay. I'm not afraid of that. I'm young. I'm this. I'm that. Right? You know? Sure. Because they have 
been told that if you're young, whatever. Okay, but yet young people still die from COVID. Sure, and here's the thing, when you're talking about fear too, is there's been so much information that information's all contradicted each other, and so at this point, everyone's really confused of what is safe and unsafe, and like that fear internalized and so when we hit that fear level like we might not consciously like you just said oh i'm afraid but our body feels that fear that's what i'm thinking too i because you mentioned last week the stress makes you gain weight right you want to explain that to our audience absolutely because none of us have had any stress in the last five months so if we ever get into any stress we should know in advance what we're looking at don't you think sure um i jest (laughs) i'm teasing right i got you we've been living in constant and actually i just presented on um coping with stress um today in a a workshop and so when we have chronic stress or stress that happens for a period of time any stress it it releases chemicals in our brain it releases um, adrenaline which makes our heart rate go faster our blood pressure go up that's what gives you that spike of energy for something that might be a threat right in the moment like that's when we can put the brakes on our car immediately without thinking about it rationalizing it we just do it we respond quickly it gives us this hyper alertness the other hormone that gets released when we have stress or fear is cortisol and cortisol works off of our sugars in our body the glucose exactly so that is what puts us at that risk for gaining weight when we have so we're constantly releasing this adrenaline and cortisol and so our heart rates faster our breathing's faster where our blood pressure spikes like there's where we have cardiovascular issues right and then the sugar levels are off in our body we're storing more fat our immune system isn't functioning at its great rate um and then our muscles start to tighten and we start experiencing uh, aches and pains in the body. Back pain, headaches, leg pain. Tension. Yes. All, Migraines. Uh, yes. Arthritis will flare up. Any inflammatory thing. Yes. Okay. I think this is a really huge point that you're talking about tonight, doctor, which is that there are physical, and we're going to talk in a minute about emotional, but you're discussing physical things that happen when we are going through stressful times of change is that what i hear you saying absolutely that's what happens physiologically medically biologically absolutely okay so for the person out there that goes bingo that's why i just gained 10 pounds and i didn't want to right sure what do you say to them on how this this series is coping with change right Mm -hmm. that's been a change that a lot of us have experienced extra pounds that we did not we were not trying to put on or we were like trying not to put on and we still put them on sure right sure and so that's my case i mean i'm trying not to but yet for some reason my body says no you're gonna gain a little bit here. every time you go to put the jeans on they're a little tighter and you're like oh did i dry those too much no i'm just expanding a little um you know the way it's happening from the cortisol uh, some other things that have uh, put people at a higher vulnerability to gain weight has been the emotional eating and so that's yes. a response yes. to the stress that we tend to crave more high carbs and high sugar foods when we are stressed sure and therefore we are also it's a twofold um 
helping that weight gain happen. And how do we how do we get through that is we have to manage our body's effects of the stress. We we need to know what's happening to our body so that we can put some supports in and help manage what's happening. Okay, so to the listener out there that says, bingo, that's me you're talking about right now, because I think it is a lot of us, mm-hmm. okay, that are feeling this, what are you talking about? Let's be specific. How do you handle this? Sure, let's get specific. Like one really great thing is exercise. And exercise for the fact that it releases protective chemicals over okay. our body and protective hormones that help to burn through those stress hormones. Okay. Um, and so not only are we getting, you know, air and oxygen and stuff to our body and we're making it move, but it's actually releasing some of those protective hormones for us as well. Okay, exercise, what else? So that's a great way of managing it. Um, Self-care is another really great way. Like, so I'm gonna back up one second. When we are dealing with change, all change is stressful. Happy change or negative change? You know what, that's true. Whether or not you have a new baby in the home or whether or not you've just bought a new home and you're moving, whether or not you have a new job, whether or not something wonderful has just happened to you in a relationship, change causes stress. Is that what you're saying? That is what it does. Whether or not you just got engaged or whether or not you just got divorced, it doesn't really matter. Change causes stress. Change causes stress. Like we we want to fight that change. So when we experience any change, it's stress. Now our body, when we have stress, cannot differentiate between positive stress and negative stress. There should be like a P on it or an N. Yeah, no, it does the same thing to our brain, no matter if you are finishing your college degree or getting married or you're grieving the loss of a loved one or, you know, whatever is causing that stress, it's going to release the same chemicals in our brain. How do we really define stress? What is stress? Ooh, that's such a good question. Wow, you're really giving me a test on a Thursday night with no notes in front of us. No No pressure there. That's called a wing it special, and we do it all the time. It has nothing to do with chicken wings, right? It's just wing it. Okay, go ahead. So stress, it's the pressures that we feel in our life, um, positive or negative. That's a good word, pressure. Yeah, it's a pressure, because when we feel stressed we feel that pressure like almost literally like people will come in and say like i feel like something's pressing on my chest like i feel that pressure and it can be positive trust you know like sometimes stress is really helpful like if you're trying to meet a deadline like you it releases those chemicals like you know adrenaline so what are you getting more energy to to get your project done and, and meet your deadline right well, you've got so many college degrees, so I, but I will say this because you can understand this, and not me too. But years ago in college, there were times for a, an exam that we only had, say, 55 minutes to do that exam. Mm-hmm. And I can remember still that feeling when I looked at the clock in the classroom and I was like 15 minutes from running out of time and still had so much to do on that test, right? Sure. And I remember that. I can still feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. Is that bizarre? But I can. I can feel that, oh, I gotta hurry, I gotta get this done, I gotta think. But the problem is when we're under that kind of stress, sometimes we don't think well. No, we, we do not think well and, and there's reasons why we're not thinking well and it happens within our brain. But sometimes that little stress is, is a good little push for us to like release and get more alert and get through a task. But see our stress responses were only meant to be hit for small periods of time. Okay. And not very frequent. That's where it works the most effective for us. Okay. Unfortunately, our life, our culture, our lifestyle, like is continually hitting those stress responses all the time. 
And so this is huge right now with coping with change. One of the main things we have to learn to cope with is stress. We have to cope with the stress to cope with the change. And coping means what? Coping means having mental flexibility and resilience, like getting through that change right. in some positive manner for yourself. and still So not letting it take you down. Right, exactly. So like when we are faced with change, change can lead us to an opportunity for growth right. or an opportunity for decline. That's what's going to happen when we have We're change. not going to stay the same? We're not going to stay the same because there's change. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> right, there you got gotcha. me. Gotcha. You got me there. It's all right. So, it's Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so change by itself means something's going to be different. Something's going to be different. And so, you know, and some people, when we see that change happening, like, we want to resist it. Like, that's oh, natural. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm afraid of it, so I want to ignore it or pretend like it's not happening. I, Ignore and pretend like it's not happening, I think, is one thing that a lot of people do all the time. We see that with people who don't wear masks. Well, yeah, we see that with all kinds of things. Exactly. When we've been told that would be the best thing to do, and yet people are acting like it doesn't apply to them. Exactly. So that's that ignoring. Does it make the change different? No, it it can lead to all kinds of problems for us when we ignore a problem. You know, another thing we might do is run from that problem, you know, that geographical cure, you know, where we want to get away from that problem. Or I've heard a lot of people have been making plans of moving and taking jobs across state, across country, out of the country at this point. Like in the last couple of weeks, I've heard several people making this plan to move. Plan to move to another country? I have a couple of people doing that, yes. Okay. Because somewhere so in their head that... Okay, so what's their thinking then? I think they're they're trying to run from that change. Running from change. Okay. I think some of them are trying to run from that change. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And um, what's wrong with that? Um, you can't outrun change because it's always happening and the change is... It's what's inside of you. Like, we can't always have control over what's changing. And especially right now, we're seeing that. We can't oh, control we can't. a virus. We, we can't, can't control no. this political unrest no. and this discrimination. We can't We change. can't as an individual. We can't, we can't change fix it. It, it, it. the tropical storm that came last weekend. We can't change that. But what I can change is how I respond to that. The tropical storm last weekend that we had brought rain. It brought gloomy days just when my kids arrived and they wanted to be at the beach and wanted to be in the sun and all those kinds of things. So there were a few days where there was nothing we could do about that. So we just did fun things in the house. So, I mean, we did cope. You did, because that was mental flexibility. It see? was, because instead of sitting around, I wish, when's the sun coming out? Let me check my phone. Oh, well, I just checked my phone. No, not for three days. Okay, so... And right? sat and whined about it. And oh, I'm so miserable. There's no sun. Like it, you could have ruined that time. Right. But you use mental flexibility, which is a way to cope with stress is and that, change. Like, is that a attaboy you're giving me or something I am like giving that? You a great a congratulations. You're a great example tonight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so instead of focusing on the negative part of that change, right. you found how can this change, how can we turn this change and respond in a positive way? Right. And you probably made wonderful, great memories. We did. Instead of... If you have two little babies around, you're making great memories, oh, right? of course you are. <laughs> but some people would have sat and just moaned and, and groaned been upset and about been upset the and weather. called right. 20 of their friends and 
Posted on every social media. And so when we talk tonight about coping with change, we're talking about giving you positive ideas about what to do and the fact that you have to learn to cope. You have to learn to cope. We need a, yeah. If we are not learning to cope, then we are taking a lot of damage in from the stress that we are. Absolutely, we are. Having in our lives. And that is only going to make things worse. We're going to break. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Coping with Change Part 2 on Go Yard. And don't leave. Call somebody and say, why don't you call and check into this show. See you in a minute. Gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat. This wind is blowing my mind I see the kids in the street But not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them eat I saw us disregard A broken bottle top And a one-man soul They follow each other on the Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a Ph.D. in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida-licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14-plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Take a look at yourself and make a 
that song last week, and it just really fits right now, doesn't it? It Man does. in the mirror. Why? Well, why? Because. A lot of times when there's change that we have to, to go through, we, we're we looking outside of us for other things to change. Like right. we, we want the rules to go back to normal. We want these you know things outside of us to change because we feel like we're a victim to the change. But the truth is the Ooh, change occurs good. inside of us. If we want that change, we need to deal with that change. We need to deal with it by looking in the mirror and how do we respond to that change? I like what you just said there. This is where people get depressed. Mm-hmm. They get um, wondering if life is ever going to get back to, quote unquote, normal mm-hmm. when they take on the victim mentality. Because mm-hmm. the other word I kept hearing as I was driving and praying about this show today was self-pity. Self-pity mm-hmm. and fear. Okay? So... A lot of times we are bogged down by how this is affecting me, right? And we're not thinking about how it's affecting our neighbors or our children who live across the United States or whatever. I mean, of course we do. But, I mean, you know, we are so absorbed or so obsessed, I guess, with how this is changing my life. COVID, political issues, all of it. Sure. And right. And so when we are taking that self-pity route, we have this helplessness to the situation. Like, we can't do anything about it. And it's happening to me. And we kind of sit in that cycle of thinking, which feeds those negative feelings of, you know, depression and anxiety and hopelessness. And then we start behaving, you know, making poor choices or behaving badly, taking it out on the, our loved ones. You know, we usually act the worst around the people that we care about the most. Um, And so that's that self pity mentality. And when we sit in that, we are continuing to feel the stress and we're allowing those hormones to continue to take over and and damage our bodies, our systems, our emotions, our relationships. Like it damages all the parts of our systems here. Okay. So when we are in a thing as bad as we are in right now, Mm -hmm. COVID, political, the economy, all of it, and we're in that we have an outcome in our head that we want it to be, right? Oh, we all have some kind of mental image of what we think the solution will be and or should be. Okay. And um, we, we kind of get really disappointed when it's not the solution. I think we have a caller. Okay. Caller. Nan. Hey, Nan. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good. We're talking about change, coping. I've heard that. Yeah, I've been listening to that. I wanted to weigh in on something. About two years ago, professionally, um, I had moved to another position. I'm a support staff. Moved to another position that was actually a prestigious position. It was a big deal to get yeah. a job. Yeah. And so one of the bosses just took a disliking to me. I'm not quite sure why. Um, had me moved, removed from there. They bounced me to two other locations and two other kind of department things. And I was like, what is going on here, you know? And what made, what helped me make it through that was strictly God. Right. Because yeah. they gave me some really mundane projects. And I said, I'm going to do the best I can do. Right. And I had the grace to deal with that. I mean, for three weeks solid, I did the same thing by myself for three weeks and had three weeks of fun, believe it or not. But that was the way that I responded to that change instead of taking it as an insult that I just basically got, in a sense, demoted 
from a very nice position, but God helped me through dealing with that particular change. Okay, so, so you you made a choice, though, Nan, to either go down with the ship and feel very sorry for yourself, right, that this awful thing had happened, or you decided to make the best of where you were. Is that what I hear? That's exactly that's exactly what you hear. Yes, ma'am. Sure, and, and that's exactly what we're, we're talking about is how do I choose to respond yes. to things that are happening outside that affect me, but I can't control those things that are going on. She couldn't control where her job was placing her or what duties they were assigning, but she could. She had complete control over how she responded to it and how she was able to flex, you know, use that mental flexibility and her thinking instead of looking at this is happening to me. How can I make my day better? What can I do with this? And instead of it being, yeah. you know, a trauma drama kind of, so to speak, it became a moment that in the, those three weeks she found enjoyment and satisfaction in. So right before Nan called, uh, Nan, we were talking, I'm sure you heard us, about feeling sorry for ourselves, right? And you have just given us a life example, right, of ha- being placed in your dream job only to have it yanked out from under you, right? Go ahead with that. Sure. And all of that out of our control. And, you know, our natural response is, well, first, a lot of fear when there's especially employment change, right? Because that's our livelihood. That's our bread and butter. And feeling all that fear, like we have, how do I respond to this? How do I go forward? I, it's a disappointment. It's a loss. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, loss of a dream. A it's loss an embarrassment, of, an perhaps. Embar- maybe a professional embarrassment. What are people thinking? You know, what's going on? What's wrong with me? Like yeah, all I, that's, these questions, I was say, right? That, that you go back, start thinking, of, okay, what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? Sure. Nan, did you experience any of that, even for a second? Probably. Well, only for a second, because it was like, okay, I figured that God's in control. He knows why. Okay. One of the locations I was at, I, as I write poetry, gave a poem to one of the ladies, a guidance counselor there, and I was like, hmm. So, you know, you kind of go through, and you have good attitude, and you let them see you have good attitude. You wonder, you do wonder, what are they thinking about me? Why am I here? But if you have a good attitude, I, I kind of ran into a, a Zoom meeting about two months ago, didn't even realize she was who she was, and she sent me a private message about you were really you really made impression on me when you were at our location. I'm like, wow, cool. Well, there you go. So you don't know what's really happening in other people's minds, right? When you're going through something drastic like this change, you do not. Yes, right. Thank anyway, you. I wanted to get the way in. So. Thank you, Nan. Thank you. Thanks for calling okay. in. We have another caller. We have another caller. Betty. You know, Nan and Betty are a part of our radio team on Sunday, and we love it when they call in. And they don't do it very often, but we're glad to have you both call in. Betty Thomas, talk to us. Well, you know, I was, uh, you know, I'm a longtime listener. Yes. Uh, Appreciate both of you and your words of wisdom. But, you know, one of the things you you were talking about is, you know, some people really dread change. Um, You know, there's that fear factor involved. I used to have that fear factor involved because everything was always status quo. It was always the same. Um, Then as I had gotten older, I really liked change Um, (laughs) because it gives you an opportunity to try something new. Um, And it gives you an opportunity to grow um, in your own life um, and in your family life. 
but you know it's a personal <clears throat> with some people it's a personal issue as you were talking about um but <clears throat> i've noticed that in the last few years that um we've had i've had a lot of change in my life um some of the changes hurt me deeply because i had to give up things that that were material things but as i looked towards the future um things were better for me that and I, I have to bring in the Lord here because the Lord had something better for me, mm-hmm. something yeah. bigger right. and better. So those things that we have to look forward to is to not fear because exactly. there's always something bigger and better ahead. Uh, we may go through some valleys. We may go through, uh, maybe on top of the mountain for a while, but we may also be in the valley. Right. But, you know, those valleys teach us a lesson, and that's what we've kind of went through these last few weeks is some valleys uh, with some pretty different stuff that we're not used to, and change is one of them. Right. And I, I believe that, you know, with what you what you both have, you know, brought forward um, is that a lot of us have to have a, a, a mind change. Yes, we um, do. Mindset to, to change. Look, yes. look, at, look at the positive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so much negative in the world that we, you know, we have to look at um, the positive things in our life of, of where where we've been and where we are going, and look look back of what you know. We talk about journaling a lot, <clears throat> where we've been <clears throat> and where we where we've come from, and some for some of us, it's pretty big steps. That's exactly they're good right. steps. They're they're there's that chance to grow. So. I uh, hope I haven't been too repetitive. No, but no, no. You, that was great. We appreciate you calling in. So really what I hear you say is change can be an opportunity. And I like that. I wrote it down. That's very good. It can be an opportunity to grow. It can be an opportunity to face some fear. Mm-hmm. It can be an opportunity mm-hmm. to accept what's something you can't do anything about. Sure. Right? Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And, of course, you know, we definitely believe that with God in the midst of all of this that we're going through in the changes, et cetera, uh, he knows, he sees what's going on in each of us personally, and he also sees what's going on with the COVID situation and all of this. And we need to look for the opportunity. That's what I hear you saying, Betty. Well, and and there are, and I think it's it's brought, speaking from a personal standpoint, uh, it's brought our family closer together because we were confined together. We had to <laughs> exactly. find a way to cope. Yeah. Right, sure. Um, and it, you know, it, it gave you an opportunity to uh, to step outside of the your comfort zone mm-hmm. and say, okay, what are we going to do here? Okay, we can play games. Okay, up here in Michigan, you know, the weather didn't turn nice till a couple of weeks ago. Um, and thanks for sending us the the tropical storm because we got it. We got hit with that yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, our, so our I pleasure. appreciate that, guys. Yeah, appreciate okay. that a lot. Uh, right. But again, you find that coping mechanism of how you can deal with change, how you can deal with your lights being off, you know, for almost fourteen hours, or you know, other people how they how they've made it through the desolate times. They made it through on the other side, and they've grown through it. So. You know, we are <clears throat> we are blessed. We are blessed, we are. even though there are things that we can't control. There are things that are out of our reach. But you know what? You know, 
we've always, we've always seem to come out on the other side. Amen. So, appreciate you both very much. Oh, thank thank you. you, Betty, and thanks for calling in. That was great. We really appreciate that. So we'll talk to you soon. In fact, you're going to be on the show with me this Sunday, right? Yes, ma'am. 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, so our listeners can catch us then. All right. Thanks, yes, Betty. Okay. Okay, you guys be blessed. Thank you. Thanks, you too. Angel, let's go back to what Betty just said here. Change can be an opportunity. It can bring an opportunity because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do not see change that way. No, they do not. And it, it is an opportunity. It's going to either be an opportunity for growth or an opportunity for uh, lack of growth, crisis, problems, you know, or stress. Or so it Fear, is an opportunity. Depression. And so, you know, kind of tying in both what they had both contributed which was awesome and i always appreciate um when they call in um the mindset that we have so you know nan talked about how her positive attitude was one of those things that helped her cope with that change and to get through that change um and have that opportunity for growth and our attitude is fed off of our feelings which is fed off of our mindset which is what betty was talking about right and what our mindset is fed from is what we feed it so we have complete control over this mindset that we have that we have developed are we feeding our mind with fear and negativity and you know i had to use the word awfulizing and a report today and is that a real word it is a real word but spell check did not know that word so i had to get out my psychological dictionary catas what's the other one catastrophizing Catastrophizing. right but a lot of us are doing explain what that means some of our people may not know what awfulizing is awfulizing and catastrophizing is where we're always thinking in worst case scenarios we're always thinking the worst possible outcome is going to happen we expect the worst possible outcome you know and you know sometimes that translates when I'm, i'm sitting in the counseling room and you know maybe somebody's kind of going through a little bit difficult time and they're they might be struggling but you know they have some good resources financially but now they they see themselves as homeless and on the street and begging for food when reality that's awful that's catastrophizing or right? catastrophizing yes hard to but say but when we get stuck in that we can't see outside that so right. what we feed that mindset is what we're growing in that mindset so i'm going to ask our listeners what are you feeding your mindset like mm-hmm. we have to stop when we want to yeah. deal with the stress and change we have to deal with how are we looking at that right what's exactly. our perspective yeah and if we are constantly and i know people and everybody does who keep their their TV on 24-7, the, the, the latest, you know, cor- this, this was back a few weeks ago in particular, but concentrating constantly on the awful pandemic we, sure. we are experiencing. And probably that would translate into what if I get it? Uh, do, do I have a... Do I have a good chance of getting it? You know, that kind of stuff, don't you think? Sure. Those and, kinds of thoughts. And, and then, you know, feeding all the conspiracy theories and, like, all this other negativity that happens. And right. we need to be aware, but we need to watch what we feed. You exactly. know, a lot of times when parents have their kids, you know, they don't just go give their babies. They don't, they're not putting soda in their bottles and giving them candy bars. Like, they're watching what goes in in their children, the nutrition they take, right? Absolutely. Because why the babies are growing and what they feed that baby is going to go to the quality of the growth the child makes and so same thing with us in our mindset though 
and we need to be protective of our mindset. Just like when a mother is pregnant, mm-hmm. and since our 14th grandbaby is on the way, uh, when people are pregnant, like my kids seem to be uh, quite frequently, uh, <laughs> it is very important that the mother involved be careful what she eats, absolutely, what she drinks, because it's going to right. impact how that baby grows. Smoking or not smoking, you know, things like that. These are all very important things that mothers that have babies inside of them Mm -hmm. should be aware of. And most mothers, I think a lot of them are in this day and age. However, when it comes to emotionally, that's one thing. That's physically. We see that. We can see that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, don't you dare take that glass of wine. No, leave it right there. Right. And but. When it comes to emotionally, it's not as visible, Dr. Angel. It's not, but the concept is very much the same and alive. So our mindset is made up of what we feed our mind constantly, what's getting the most uh, time and attention from our mind. And so when we are feeding things that are encouraging or positive or things that are uplifting, we are going to experience more positive feelings. Well... Do you remember Popeye? Yes, I remember Popeye. Remember Popeye? Yes. Okay, Popeye, when he had a, a situation coming up, he would grab a can of spinach. He got his spinach. And suddenly his muscles would get strong, right? And mm-hmm. he would go do whatever he needed to do. So instead of sitting in a corner crying, I never saw one cartoon where Popeye was crying. I always saw Popeye rising to the occasion. This is a show about Popeye and spinach. <laughs> And he would uh, take that can of spinach and gobble it down. I can't even imagine how, since I can't hardly stand to eat anything but sp- lettuce spinach. That's fine, not canned spinach. But I don't know how Hop Popeye did it. But he did it. And he knew that was the formula to get him out of a mess. Right. And he rose to the occasion. So, yes. That's and my metaphor ate, for tonight. I like your metaphor, except people want it to work that way. So... Ah, ah, so mindset. I might have known you would have tricked me there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to take explain why you're shooting me down right now. (laughs) I'm not shooting you down completely. Just just partially, right? A partial shoot down, right? So mindset is developed over time. Okay, right. And we can't just all of a sudden I'm having a change or I'm having a crisis or I'm having you know these problems and oh let me read these great encouraging quotes and oh I'm strong enough to get through it. No, no, no. Mindset is Ah, developed over time. So really, the Popeye metaphor is not good. (laughs) It is not good because it was an instant thing that he did. It was it was a cartoon. Right. Well, of course, it was a cartoon and and it worked, but it doesn't work because our mindset develops over time. Yes, it does. So much for Popeye metaphor. I don't think I've ever used Popeye as a metaphor. I don't think you have on this show. I know I have not. No. No. Because I would have known not to do it again because it would have been <laughs> shot down. But no, I, we needed that metaphor because that helps us to talk about that it's not an instant thing. This it's is not, not an instant thing. And so we want to work through stress. You want to cope through stress and change. Yeah. It's the foundation that we're laying every day by every what day. we are bringing into our minds, what songs we listen to, what programming we entertain ourselves with, what you know people we choose to, to hang around, because all of that becomes our mindset. I want to address the people concept here when it comes to this all of this change that's going on right now, the, the effect that people in our lives have, mm-hmm. good and bad. Sure. You know, 
we're taking in information all the time. And so when we are hanging out with our friends or family or loved ones or coworkers, and every time there's a situation, it's always negative, you know, they're awfulizing or catastrophizing and seeing the worst case and everything. We start learning how to look at things and see the worst case and everything. So, um, and when we are surrounded by people that when there's an issue, they step back, okay, what can we do about it? Can we get help about it? What are some solutions? Like those are people who have mental flexibility and are going to be able to cope with that stress in a healthy way. Mental flexibility. What is, why is that so important? I'm writing it down. Sure, because, okay, so the lack of mental flexibility is like the example you gave earlier when we're confronted with a change or a problem and we only see one solution to that. Right. Okay, so that's where, that's the only way we think that (laughs) this solution, this problem can be fixed is this one way. Mental flexibility means we can accept that there are alternative ways to, to get a resolution that would be acceptable to this problem may not be the perfect one but it may be okay one and so that there's multiple paths kind of like when we use our gps systems all the time right when you put your address in your gps and the gps wants to route you this one route that it determines is the best route however have you ever been on that route and the road is closed or there's construction or a ball game's getting out and the traffic is and you're like oh i'm just gonna take a turn and do an alternative route right we flex that except little miss gps in my car doesn't like it it's always like turn make a u-turn and a thousand feet i keep telling her no i'm going this way there's more than one way to get there right same thing that's what mental flexibility is okay so this is drastically important to our coping with all the changes that 2020 has brought so far Mm -hmm. we have got to stay hopeful yes we've got to stay expectant that things are going to improve whatever that means for you right we've got to be we've got to be growing our flexibility yes how do you grow your flexibility haha we grow our flexibility by a feeding that positive mindset b keeping our mind open to the possibility that there are multiple ways to get to a solution for an issue just like you did the last weekend your weekend was rained out y'all could have just sat there and watched little beach videos going wish we were there but we can't be there instead you decided wasn't the perfect solution the perfect solution would have been to be on the beach but you found an alternative acceptable solution to that problem and you enjoyed it that's how we get there we have to be open-minded enough to accept the that Popeye we can do this. never ever ate a can of corn that no. I saw. No, he was not flexible. <laughs> no, he was not. So it, it really, this is an important topic we're talking about right now: coping with change, because change is happening to all of us very rapidly, too. Yes, around the globe, mm-hmm. and how we co- handle it, how we the mindset that we develop or don't. Uh, the 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 doldrums that we fall into, the depression, the anxiety, the fear, the worry, the self pity, those things are going to drag us down. That's not coping with change. That is reacting to change. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And we control that. We control that response. So and are we going to react? Are we going to take the whatever happens happens? And you know that's where we get 
that stress happens to our brain and we're in that impulsive and we're emotional and we're out of control of our what's happening to our systems are we going to step back and say i'm choosing to respond to this i am choosing to hey let me bounce ideas off of people that i trust in my life let's look for other ways to solve this right. issue so responding rather than reacting correct okay and we've talked about that a lot on the show through the years but responding is just you're going with a a plan or a, a mode of action mm-hmm. right reacting is ah yeah reacting is just it happens in the moment and usually you regret it because you usually make you do something that you're embarrassed about or wish you could take back you have one minute to somewhat up some, wow. some this show up which i think was a good show i think it was an amazing very show. helpful show and it I think helped so. you, I can tell. <laughs> so when we are coping with change, we need to a start f- feeding our positive mindset, and we need to start looking, be willing to be open-minded, and we need to consider there's alternative solutions to issues. And if we do all that, we will be able to cope with the change without it having that chronic destructive stress. And then it'll just gradually, we'll just gradually re- begin to realize we're getting through it. Yes. So people, the bottom line is there's hope. There is. Hope. Don't give up. Don't get fall into self-pity, fear, depression. We're going to talk more next week. Part three, coping with change. Call a friend. Tell them you need to listen to this. Go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts and go to Go Yard, and you can get caught up in this series. Or if you missed the f- previous series on the COVID cr- calamity, you can catch it there also. TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts. Go to Go Yard. God bless every single one of you. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard, and we will see you next week. God willing, and the creek don't rise. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.